to episode number eight of the Snow Peas. Uh, we've been listening to some of the wonderful comments you've been leaving, and we are getting a little bit more formulated and making sure that we get you some of those tidbits that you need, some of those wonderful science facts. We'll talk about recipes. And in fact, we'll be posting a lot of this information on our page. So that way, if you want to go back and review, you're more than welcome. But we are, of course, going to be us and probably <laughs> dive all over the place for a good 10 to 15 probably minutes. Probably talking a little bit too much about lots of everything. Of everything. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the, that's the charm of the peas. So welcome to back to the snow peas, episode number eight. We're going to talk for about 10 minutes, and then we're going to launch in, and then we're going to wrap it up with the beauty that is the three peas. But we're going to talk about proteins today after we chit-chat. We are. Yeah, so. so today's topic is protein. Where do you get your protein? Yeah, how many times have you guys heard that one? <laughs> Where do you get your protein from? It's a good question. Um, yeah, it's a good question. But let's talk about something a little bit more exciting than that. Owen, mm. you had a pretty epic hike last weekend. Uh, I did, did uh, Crow Pass. So that was good. <laughs> so for those that don't know, Crow Pass is like a 23 mile. miles. From Girdwood to Eagle River. <laughs> From Girdwood to Eagle River. But this gives you a glimpse into the into the pee that is Owen. <laughs> yeah. I You're didn't just know like, that. You know what? Let's 23. 23 miles. Why not? Let's leave tonight. <laughs> it's so amazing. So what did so you got there? You did overnight. What what time did you get there? Um, Where was we there? left. Um, I picked we picked up Megan at five thirty. My girlfriend Megan from work at the Diamond Mall. <laughs> That's so hardcore. <laughs> yep. And then we drove to Girdwood and then we took off. So, wow. and then it was literally, I don't have a backpack for overnight. I didn't have a sleeping bag, but like, you know, really an overnight. I have sleeping bags, but heavy ones. So it was like literally like $400 at REI, like the day she says, should we go? And I'm like, well, I need to buy stuff. So I spent like, not even, I'm pretty frugal. So I spent like, <laughs> 300 bucks yeah. at REI. So and she I was, was like, bargaining is what she was I doing. Know. <laughs> I was just like, I need like not the highest end, but I need it to not weigh a lot. A pack and a sleeping bag and a water filter. <laughs> I bought those three things. And, it was, and then, uh, yeah, and it was best, I believe, to just not think about it that hard. But I knew I always wanted to do it. And someone was like, I want to do it. And I'm like, let's go. So there we go. I think it's awesome. This is yeah. how we roll in Alaska. It's not, hey, let's go to the next town over for the night. It's let's yeah, go I over mean, in this bath. And I've done the first uh, three miles probably three times. And then, you know, that's Crazy. a six mile hike. But, you know, if you go like you go three miles to this little cabin and this little glacier lake and it's beautiful. And I've done that a handful no. of times. And then if you go another mile, it's Raven Glacier. Mm. Oh, and wow. And who knew that? Like, so an eight-mile hike to this amazing glacier. Nice. Amazing. Like, I can't, it's just indescribable. I, it, it's just, the whole hike was like, you feel just stupid to try to describe it because it's just <laughs> the beauty. <laughs> but, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, if you do want to see pictures, they're on Owen's Facebook page. Yeah. So. We don't actually have to listen to her words. We can just stare right. at her social is, media. I wish yeah. she had more pictures. So what would you say was like the highlight and then like maybe the scariest part? Well, the, supposedly the scariest part, are, there's two water crossings. And the first one is like a wide water crossing. And it was chest deep for us. Crazy. And there were these two teenagers that were in college that had passed us on the trail. And they, we 
we caught up with them at the crossing, and I think they were deciding, like, do we cross this thing? <laughs> and then when they ran into, when we ran into them again, I was like, let's do it. So I think it's just, um, yeah, and that was like, honestly, I was scared, not scared. It's so mm-hmm. weird to describe, like, it was just, I knew we were going to do it. Like, in, it, we were 11 miles out, so you're either going to yeah. hike back the other way or not, and it, Yep. I'd yeah. say like the scariest part for me was <clears throat> the first day walking across all the snow in the va- in the on the mountains. Like cuz I have slipped. Mm. Remember when I almost died doing I, harp? I know, it's um, not funny in the yes. snow. <laughs> Just, so, so sliding down um uncontrollably on a snowy icy hill is no fun and um I've done that. And so that scares me. Like the snow actually scares me. So it's like a hundred yards. You gotta walk across on snow, where you gotta dig your heel in, so you make sure you don't slide down the mountain. And that, to me, was probably the scariest part. And then after the rivers, and um, and hiking in Eagle River for like the last eight miles on the side of the mountain was pretty. A little hairy. It was hairy, and you're looking down at, at Eagle River, like 200 yards below you, and you're just like, and then you just don't look down. You just keep going, and there's like a ladder and these ropes, and I'm like, oh, and we have these packs that I'm not used to carrying. No, it was just beautiful, and it was just like one way in, one way out, and you just got to do it, and it was a great experience. So, Could you walk the next day? Yeah, I was. Uh, the, the worst part about the whole trip probably is Megan dropped her car off at the um, Eagle River Nature Center, and then she left her keys in my car. Uh-oh. <laughs> so we had to have her boyfriend pick us up at the Eagle River Nature, Nature Gotta Center. Gotta have a little adventure with it. And then, uh, of course, Zanita, call, Zanita gets my husband to call the state troopers because we're an hour late. So that wow. was also fun. Do we really, really want to get into that one No, on it air, was super sweet. Considering and, we um, didn't know where one of the peas was last Monday. And I was only an hour <laughs> late. <laughs> you actually did really good on time, though. Like, no. really, really good. And the state troopers told my husband, oh, no, an hour that... We will know if she's something bad happens. Somebody would have told us by now. When the they raven starts concerned. circling, we'll know. They were not concerned. We were more concerned because we know Owen. That's yeah. It. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. It was, it was amazing. No, that's so awesome. Now Check I feel like I list. can hike everything. I'm sure. But for it's probably sure. not true. <laughs> so. It's not chest awesome. too soon, eh? Congratulations, Owen. Yes, thank you. That's super dope. So that was a great one awesome. I will never forget. It's so. cold up here this year, though, eh? Yeah, oh it's just a cold summer. Gosh. We had snow. You guys saw that, right? Hatcher's Pass oh, in the, on the mountain. The new snow? New, yes. snow? new snow on the 7th. Oh, my. I feel like, do you have a, a sound for that? No, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> but here's a sound. That's depressing. Yep. Okay. I know. We're not really getting to summer, but that's okay because we could be in Portland for 120 degrees so oh i would kind of like that it, yeah. <laughs> oh i don't know <laughs> but like, we have no fires so that's huge. That's, that's true good. that's yeah. true so there are some positives for sure yeah and it's my not, garden is I sad i was gonna say that but my garden is suffering is your garden my suffering first garden. Oh, oh. God, it looks so pathetic <laughs> it looks, it's your first it's a garden pathetic year it'll have a garden year but i just ate strawberries from my garden really and usually the birds get it before I get to have them. So I'm super psyched. I have like six strawberries, which is what I usually get every year. It's all about the berries right now, right? As a garden supervisor, I can tell you. 
<laughs> you do have gardens and I'm supervising. Not at all, really. I'm just observing. Um, no, we bought a big thing from the farmer's market at Spinard of strawberries. Yeah. So we've been... Strawberry season, though, right Wait, now. strawberry plant or just strawberries? Strawberries. Mm, yeah. I should just do that. It's been good stuff. So I'm with you. Hopefully it's a good... It's You know, every year, though, even if it's a crud year for some things, something takes no, off. No, my kale is always good. Boom. And so is my Kale's lettuce. on point. Kale, lettuce, arugula. What else do I have? They all look good. So were they f- seeds? Yeah. And my snow peas are... My snow peas. <laughs> Hello. Um, they are looking fabulous. They're slow, but they're they're working up oh, little houses. That's right. They're working up tidbits. Things oh, to my talk tomatoes about. are doing really good. See? Yeah. So that's a plus. And everyone that I've talked to is having a hard time with their tomatoes right now. Huh. Well, looky there. Yeah. So. Good thing, though, those snow peas are doing so good because those snow peas are going to talk about where you get your protein from today. Yeah. Because it's one thing on a plant-based diet we hear all the time. But if but if I, I don't eat bean beef and bean burritos, where am I going to get my protein from? Yep. Yeah, it's definitely a question that we get asked a lot. It totally You is. know what? I feel like our attitude is like all three of us are like, Okay, where do you get your protein? I know. Because we're all so <laughs> past it, but I do understand that, like, totally. that is the magic question. Like, people think protein is so important. And Cameron, why don't you tell us why protein is important and how we got to the point where we think protein is only from meat? Protein is, you know, the building blocks of many things in your body. Muscles, people kind of identify it with, you know, how am I going to build my muscles if I don't have protein? Well, protein actually is part of the structure of your bones, it's part of the structure of your muscles. We could go on and on and on of all the ways in which we make protein, that our little bodies make our own protein, so that we make up the structure of who we are. Um, interestingly, though, basically, the RDA in this country, so the recommended daily allowance, is 0.8 grams per kilogram of body weight. So when people are talking about where do you get your protein from, what they're really wanting to know is where are you going to get that 0.8 gram per kilogram of body weight in your food every day. So can I just say I calculated this for those that don't know. Oh, I love that. (laughs) One kilogram is 2.2 pounds, and one pound is about half a kilo. So I'm 130 pounds, so I'm 60 kilos. So I would need... um, 0.8. 0.8. Right. So... It's about 46 grams of protein a woman needs and about 56 grams of protein a man needs. But do you think that figure is high or you think that's legit? Uh, You know, it's somewhat high in that, you know, it's based off of these old nitrogen balance studies, which were done, I want to say, in the 70s. And with that, they estimated the kind of the average, what was that, estimated average requirement was around 0.66 grams per kilogram. And then they went a standard deviation up. They wanted to make sure that they were getting in a larger bit of the population. And so they went higher on the scale. So they're like, okay, we're going to go for 0.8 so we can get mostly everybody in this, that this is going to be their average daily need or requirements. So the 0.8 is a little high. So I think even for you, you're right. You probably don't need quite that much. Um, so what, what do you think the world's obsession, especially the U.S. obsession with protein, protein, what, what is that? Where did we get that? Like, we need our protein so bad. Like, who made that up? Uh, welcome to the U.S. and welcome to marketing. Um, you know, it's 
from granted i haven't looked back to verify this i don't know how the heck you do that like what's google good for um but really it was kind of a, a marketing push around the turn of of course not this recent century but the century before to market people eating meat so you know protein kind of does a body good like milk does a body good and so we started to focus in more on the on protein as we were discovering too i mean you know we're looking at some of the building blocks and basic days of figuring out like what is a carbohydrate what is a protein what is a fat so this is you know science is taking off science of nutrition is taking off and they're utilizing that to push protein consumption Mm -hmm. um but why do we love it well because you know if you're going to be big and strong and you're going to be a dude you're going to eat a burger (laughs) yeah show you how it's done i'm gonna eat a bigger burger than you are so so i will say i did some research and um and just protein i think when i started looking into being plant-based and learning about things i was amazed that there's even protein in plants it's so wild so many right yeah um, I just think, like, we just didn't know. We always thought that protein was from animals, right? Like, yep. did you, like, I think I'm past that, and we're all past that, but you can get proteins from not animal products. So. I'm still really amazed at some of the um, plant-based foods that have protein in them. Like, quinoa actually is one that I just recently found out about, and it has a lot of protein in it. It does. Um, you just don't think about grains, exactly. Just you Well, know. even greens... I mean, vegetables. High protein. I'm going to go over what I have found is, um, just so we know, and everything I'm doing is based by the cup, and I know we don't measure meat by the cup necessarily. But, but we could. I mean, but, come on, but a cup beef, of, we can a do that. But a cup of chicken has 41 grams of protein. So oh, wow. one cup of cut-up chicken breast or something, 41 grams. So basically... I don't think there's a whole, I mean, a chicken breast is about a cup, like a big chicken breast. Mm-hmm. And so that's it. Like for a woman, like you need one big thing, of chicken breast. And um, not that you should do that, but I just want to compare it to the vegetables and what they are. But um, ground beef, a cup of ground beef, 31 grams of protein. Mm. And what's interesting is edamame that you would get at a Japanese restaurant, the boiled soybeans, also 31 grams in a cup. So a cup of soybeans has the same amount of protein as a cup of ground beef. That's impressive. And it's easy. If you go eat sushi, you could, you know, they never bring enough edamame. (laughs) They never bring enough. (laughs) And then you're that person who's like, don't mind me. You just scoot the bowl a little closer and you eyeball your dinner companion. (laughs) Back off. So a cup of meat in the animal world, chicken is 41 grams of, of protein, ground beef 31, steak, a cup of steak, which sounds like so gross, a cup of steak. But um, <laughs> the, it doesn't sound good in a cup, does it? Um, 36 grams and salmon, 32 grams of protein for about a cup of salmon. So what and, you're telling me is the soy is basically a cup of salmon. Yeah. Okay. The soy is basically a cup of salmon. And and the big difference is that um, the soybeans and all plants, um, it's like as far as what we know in nutrition about plants, not only do, does it have this protein, but um, it has all these things that we haven't figured out yet. All these other nutrients, it has the fiber, mm-hmm. and it has, it has all these um, micronutrients mm-hmm. and phytonutrients that we don't know that aren't, um, that 
in meat antioxidants antioxidants mm -hmm. we don't even get, we don't even get it it's like the it's like the ocean we don't know what plants actually do for us i mean i think there's just this plethora of information that we have yet to learn that's actually in the actual whole food of a plant yep so um anyway i feel like i'm going to talk but i'm going to just say a few more um vegetables um that we might eat raw spinach a cup of raw mm. spinach is 0.7 grams so we'd have to eat a lot of raw spinach to get to that point of you know 30 grams in a animal product but still that it's even in there um and i'm not even i'm just going to overlook that everything i'm going to say has all these other healthy properties but uh, bok choy has a gram asparagus three grams for a cup mustard greens two almost two grams broccoli two and a half grams brussels sprouts three grams of protein cauliflower two grams of protein for a cup with all these other health benefits and if you just throw some soybeans beans it's other beans um lentils has about 18 grams per cup which is kind of darn a lot decent of, mm -hmm. yeah really good pinto beans 15 kidney beans 15 white beans 17 black beans 15 navy and lima beans about 15 grams so if you have two cups of beans maybe three cups you know one cup for each meal let's just say not that you're going to do that but that's the, about what you would get for a woman that you need 46 grams and we're saying that's the high end so it's pretty amazing i mean just no proteins and vegetables and proteins and beans and you don't Exist. need to get it from animals well we don't go to the store and go looking like i need to buy a carbohydrate i need to buy some carbohydrate like right. we just we go and we get bread or we go and we get an apple or we go and get chicken or we go and get x y and z and foods are made up of all of these components most foods i'm not going to say all of them but the vast majority of foods have a little bit of fat and a little bit of carb and a little bit of protein so Locking down. You know who's got a great piece? There's a woman named Chana Davis, so C-H-A-N-A -A Davis, mm. Ph.D., and she's got this great little article on Medium. Um, my husband and I are a bit of Medium fanatics, but it is called, I'm trying to remember, it's um, what, Busting medium? the Myth of the Incomplete Medium? What's a medium? Is yeah. that like a medical it's medium? It's like an on, no, it's an online, it's a website where people will get on it and will write articles. So if it's something that interests okay. them or it's something that they specialize in, mm. and so you can go through and kind of read these pieces, usually for educational purposes. That's very cool. Yep. But she did this great paper called, I think it's like Busting the Myth of the, hold on, I will think of it, of incomplete plant-based proteins. And she has this, she breaks it all down. She breaks the science down. She has this graph in there where she looks up her recommended daily intake of protein. And then she breaks it down into, okay, I need to eat this many calories too based on my weight. So if I were just to eat that many calories of a vegetable, would I hit my protein intake requirements? And it's beautiful. She hits it in every single category. The only one she falls a tiny bit short on is if you were living solely on cashews <laughs> or nuts, huh. you might fall a tiny bit, <clears throat> might fall a tiny bit behind in lysine. So, so I'm, I'm curious though, do you ladies keep track of how much protein you're taking on, on a no. weekly basis? I don't keep track of anything. I just try to get as many vegetables in. I did it one time. For Pretty like about a week and a half, yeah. I recorded all my food, and then I broke it down. And I easily exceeded what I needed for my protein intake. Hmm. So your little um, 
math equation. Can we do me? I want to see how much protein I'm meant to have. Okay. I don't, I don't, what do you? It's 0.8. So what's, what's your weight? So my weight is Here, undisclosed. Get your calculator out because I don't want to feel <laughs> incompetent. I got it. 160. So it's, um, it's, you're, okay, so um, it, just multiply that by 0.45 kilogram, 0.45. So 72. So you're 72 kilograms. And then, um, so Time. times 0.8. You know, let's put this equation on our Facebook page. It could be easy, uh, interesting for people to, so 57.6. Is what they say you need, which is no way that's not too high, right? Well, there's no way that's not too high. And then I always have questions of, you know, if we're looking at it, like I've been working on a, anyway, a project where we've been looking at a lot of the big studies that are used to evaluate uh, vegan diet and its impact on health, like the Adventist Health Study 2 or the Epic Oxford. They're large, large, large studies that have followed people over time. So they're called a prospective co cohort study. And they have, you know, 96,000 participants. And it's interesting, not all of them are vegetarian and vegan, but they have the largest groupings of people who eat this way in these studies. Yeah. And so they're able to see over a long time what these people are eating and what some of their health outcomes are. But interestingly enough, it also gives them an idea of like, well, what are people eating? Mm. What are vegans deplete in protein? What they've discovered is no, because they're looking at like, I'm eating enough calories to sustain, sustain myself. And within those calories, there's enough protein. And so my big question always is, this is based on keeping my muscle mass, but my weight isn't necessarily almost like, you know, I'm trying to sustain my muscle mass. I'm not necessarily trying to keep myself at a certain weight or bulk yeah. up. And also that's what you weigh now, but not what your ideal weight is, right? Oh, me? Yeah. Yeah, 150 is my ideal weight. Yeah, so based on that, you'd be closer to 46 grams there we that go. you might need. Um, but I still think that the protein number is high. It's probably like is. so much food. And if you think about it, right? So there is, there's quite a few studies that look at like, how much protein do you need if you're a bodybuilder? Mm -hmm. And a lot of people have come to the conclusions about 1.6 grams. And this, these are people who are doing, who are bulking up for a living, or this is like, it's not a living, it's darn close. And so if that's the case, if you eat more than that, you don't seem to get much benefit. And very often, even with vegan diets, if you took the calories that people are eating that we know of in these studies, and you blew them up to how much calories these guys should be bringing in, they exceed, even the sure. vegan diet exceeds the intake of protein. Right. And then there's questions, is eating more protein good for you? Yeah, what, what about excess protein? Because let's just face it, if we're eating clearly more than a cup of steak, and that's already... 36 grams right. of protein for the cup and we eat this huge steak like what's happening to the excess protein mm -hmm. dr o'connell <laughs> well excess calories is excess calories, weight yeah i mean there's no way nothing that we eat doesn't eventually turn up in well not nothing i mean we could talk about the keto diet one day i hope never to do it again but um we could do it <laughs> did you do the keto diet no oh, no no okay. no I'm like, um, yeah. no Go but <laughs> if you're looking at you know, if you're over consuming calories, they end, it ends up as fat storage. So, and then there's also questions of possibly, 
you know, organ hypertrophy, excess kidneys to, I mean, excess, kidney, excess protein can be hard on the kidneys. When mm-hmm. people are in kidney failure, we put them on restricted protein diets because mm-hmm. of this. So it's not, and if we're looking at branch chain amino acids, which protein is made up of amino acids, mm-hmm. and so those are the building blocks of protein, there's nine essential amino acids, and you have to get those from food. People are obsessed, like people come in and they're like, and I ask them, what are you supplementing with? Branch chain amino acids. Okay, why? You know, most people are kind of sitting on their couch. They're not like powering it through in the gym. And some of those things actually, and there's this big idea that protein doesn't cause insulin release. It does. Protein and carbohydrates combined together cause even more insulin release. Mm. So So what does that mean for us health-wise? Putting on maybe a little bit more weight. If you're diabetic, it doesn't mean that protein's a freebie out there. You can just eat protein. I think people think it's magic. Like I could just sit around all day and eat turkey breast and it's gonna have no (laughs) negative health implications and I'm gonna look like Heidi Klum when I'm done. I'm never gonna look like Heidi Klum. I'm not either. (laughs) My teeth are too big. (laughs) I'm a little bit short of your teeth. Scandinavian (laughs) enough. Um, So Zanita, you looked up a lot of the vegetables that um, tell, you were talking about quinoa. What other um, what other things are you like? Wow, protein is in that. Or I do want to rattle off a list of some um, plant-based foods that uh, are packed with protein. But you brought up something that I was looking into researching this. Um, can you? Tell me what, in, in layman's terms, what is the difference between um, complete protein and incomplete protein? It's kind of a myth. <laughs> I did, um, I'm like, oh. No, eyes. you'll see it. Like, I pulled out my husband's old nutrition textbook the other day, and they're like, you need to you do protein combining. Because the concept yeah. is that there, you know, there are better proteins out there than others with higher quality proteins. The only time quality protein comes into play is in areas where you're not getting enough calories, where you're in a situation where you're living on two foods a day, maybe one food, if you're living on brown rice, then you've got a question of whether or not you're getting in enough protein. And so there's this old concept that like, well, okay, so maybe they use egg or they'll use milk, you know, uh, is kind of these ideal protein sources. And then everything measures up against it. How well does it digest? How much of all the essential amino acids are in there? And then they kind of rank them. But the reality is, and also the thought was, if you ate beans and rice, then they would complement each other and you get in all the amino right. acids you need. Beans yeah. and rice is really yummy. Though. It is, so because no one, need, no one should need an excuse for that, ever. Just eat it. Uh, it's great Eat for you. Protein. Eat your protein. <laughs> but you've got a pool of amino acids basically you're drawing from. It's about 24 hours worth in your system. Like when you're breaking down your saliva in your gut and you're breaking, you're sloughing off cells too into your own digestive system. And you have this pool that you're pulling from. So it's not like if you don't get in quite enough lysine at one meal that it's going to break you. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. We have a huge amount of calories and a huge amount of diversity in the food we eat in this country. David Katz does a really great review on this topic. Mm. And he does a really nice, I think it's Healthline, he does a nice little like, you know, seven myths of protein. And it's not super long, which he can be a bit wordy. Love you, David Katz. Love you. (laughs) David Katz. I really do. I love you. Um, Who is he? David Katz. Um, Besides your boyfriend? uh, (laughs) 
Don't. <laughs> Do not tell my husband. Who yeah. is he? Is he, um, is he a plant-based crew I should know about? Uh, he is pretty plant-based. He's not 100%. I am trying to mention, I think he is a medical doctor is his background, but he does a ton of research. Here we go. He is the founder and former director of Yale University's Yale Griffin Prevention Research Center. Mm. Hmm. And he, anyway, he does a ton of nutritional research, but he was not, I think he was kind of pro-fish a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so, once you know. Yeah, welcome to Alaska. <gasps> yeah. Yeah, speaking of fish, don't mean to segue. Did you guys see what I posted on Facebook? Oh what? my God, I did. Oh my Lord, the hypodermic needle in that that's salmon that was in Kisilof, you guys in the stomach yeah so someone had caught a salmon and there was a syringe lodged in the stomach so. that's like every fish in the creek down the street here what is that oh my West lord Chester creek is so gross right now is it? I haven't. Oh, it's nasty. There's a lot of needles. Really? See? No. Yeah. It's, it's really sad. Not in the fish, just in the creek. Right. Well, Around. probably in the fish. I don't know. I have to tell you, when I take Nikolai to the parks and stuff, I do scan I check. around beforehand. Mm, but no. um, at some point in time, we absolutely need to talk about seaspiracy. Yeah, but that makes me sad. I know. It was It was. Yeah, really you're sad. right. But yeah. can I just... I know. Sorry, guys. <laughs> No, I agree. We do need to talk about that. We'll be talking about a lot of stuff. Book clubs, movie reviews. We'll have better attitudes when it's a little sunnier or else we've taken ourselves somewhere tropical. (laughs) I know. So, Zanita, I do want to hear what I'm supposed to eat. What am I supposed to eat? Tell me how to get my protein this week, Zanita. Okay. So here we go. So um, seeds actually have a lot of protein ah, in them. Ooh. All right. So anything so. from like hemp seeds, chia seeds, flax seeds, uh, your pumpkin seeds. Mm-hmm. And what I need to do more of is actually throwing seeds in my right. smoothies. You know what I mean? Just in, On your salads. Mm. Just protein, more yep. protein. Yep. <laughs> um, nuts, nut right. butters. Yep. So your yeah, almond I, butter. Yeah. You, Yummy. I know. It's so good. Uh, and then um, lentils. Ooh, that's my favorite. <laughs> Love those lentils. Do not put them in a blender raw and blend them up and make them into a smoothie. Because I saw someone who did that one time. Do Was not that gross? do it. Are, are raw lentils bad? Oh, or just yes. What? Like, anyway, if lectins ever were a problem, they're a problem then. So So can you just talk about lectins? Really, Why are lectins a problem? Well, we'll talk about them later. Okay. Yeah. Well, that'll be like a whole thing. And they're not a problem, Clip by the way. Oh, Clip it's not. It's not. Just kidding. Never mind. Big, big reveal. They're not a problem. Okay. I love lentils just because they're so versatile. Like So quick. Right? Ooh, yeah. You can have them in salads or on their own. Um, of course, you have like the meat substitutes like seitan, tofu, um, tempa, tempeh, tempeh. Yeah, Thank you. whatever. It's my, it's just my, my accent. You know, sometimes. I try to make some tempeh, and I just need to buy it because mine was yuck. You didn't like it? Well, you know, I took that cooking class, and I had to make my own tempeh, and it was. You know, I, you know I'm you, I'm impressed that you even tried. Like, I there's tried so many things in life that the, defeat me, and that's defeated me. Well, the <laughs> first time I was so just per, just it was gross. Do but you use I think the wheat gluten. Love, what's that? Do you use the wheat gluten in there? No, it's like a fermented soybean. Mm. I haven't messed with it yet. But it's like soybeans that, you know what? I don't even want to talk about it because it's going to make people <laughs> <laughs> want to eat 
Okay, so skip that. It starts delicious. Someone else should make it, not Owen. No, I, Back to Zanita. Yeah. What else, Zanita? Organic Oasis has really good tempeh. Yeah. Tempeh. Tempeh. Yeah. There we go. You That's got what it. I think. Tempeh. Yeah. You okay. got it. <laughs> um, grains. So like wild rice and of course quinoa. Ooh. Let, let me. Let's just go off on wild rice. I actually. I just did a. Um, Mexican casserole with wild rice. In it. I mean, Ooh, I love wild rice, which is technically not a rice; it's a grass. No, I mean, yeah, I can't. No. you mean the, the dark black the, longer uh, grains? It's oh, so yeah. forbidden, forbidden, forbidden rice. rice. It is so delicious. It really it's like is. what? It's like nutty and mm-hmm. yummy, and it takes a long time mm-hmm. to cook. And, delicious. and I'm just kind of how much love do it. We have? I, I need to go eat. Okay, I know. She's like, I'm hungry. <laughs> okay, then also, so protein in vegetables. You've got your kale, mushrooms, broccoli, spinach, asparagus, artichokes, potatoes, bros- Brussels sprouts, just yep. to name a, tr- um, a few, are all fat, fat. Yeah, they're fat. fat. Why not? They're, they're pretty <laughs> hot. full of protein. All that protein. Packed full of protein. Quick question. I know yes. we do have to go, but I wanted to know your thought on protein powder. Um, most people don't need it. I do recommend supplementing it for some of my patients who have reached the like the fantastic years of their life where they get to bop through their 70s and heading into their 80s. But in general, I think my big takeaway from protein is you don't have to be worried about it. If you want to, take a week and a half and look at it. But if you eat a diverse, and I'm not talking like 30 different items in a day, I am talking about like, you eat some vegetables, you eat some beans, you eat some grains, you eat diverse amount and you eat enough, which most people will try and do. And as Americans, we exceed that Mm -hmm. on a daily basis then you're getting your protein in. There's no concern. Can I just say, too, like, if you feel like you're not getting enough protein because it's just such a new concept to you, but you drink smoothies, you could just definitely throw a handful of beans into your smoothie and you won't even taste it. so smart. I mean, you don't even taste it. Uh, You know, though. No, huh? Don't don't put too much. Don't do it. Garbanz. I mean, you can do it, but, like. Just as a word of warning, someone who's had to live through her husband's garbanzo bean smoothie, smoothie farts. <laughs> oh yeah, just yeah, yeah. be aware. Well, Isn't I'm telling you, service Wayne, announcement. Like some, you know, Wayne buys like those big frozen peas at Costco, yeah. like, and then forgets we already have a big bag, and then I'm just like, <laughs> so we'll throw the peas Wayne. in the in the smoothie, and like, Excellent. and it's so smart. It is yeah. a good idea. Absolutely, no, it is a great idea for protein. If you're concerned, it's one way to get it in for sure. And you can use a protein powder if you're concerned. So I if you want a protein powder, you might as well throw in like it's usually soy protein powder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you might as well just your own thing. throw in edamame. Yeah, my like, favorite. What's the difference? That's true. My favorite though, for sure, is Aura Organics. If you're looking for one, O R A. So hmm. take a look at them. They're a plant-based company, so, diverse protein basis. Anyway, um, good um, times. Really quick, you guys, I did forget beans. I didn't say beans. Need to say that. It's where I love to get my protein from. It's been fun really exploring different beans. There's so oh, many yeah. beans out there we don't know about. Mm-hmm. You know what? I also, are we wrapping things up? Because I needed to talk about soybeans don't you worry you have a couple more get it off your chest uh, oh. and for starters we're the master and commander of the ship buckle up folks <laughs> no I mean <laughs> I just um, and we laughed you take know that what too. there's <laughs> there's Dr. Christy Funk who is um, oh my god I want that name 
It's Christy nice. Funk. I'm going to change my name to Christy she Funk. She wrote the book Breast, the Owner's Manual. So there you go. Oh, my gosh. You should. So she, Can she be she's my girlfriend? i because she, She's a famous doctor because she did the mastectomy on Angelina Jolie and Sheryl Crow. And she is like a huge soybean fan. Oh, I bet she is. And she says, so the whole deal with soy being like bad for you because the estrogen, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it, everything I've read about it is basically it's a myth. And also it depends on how the study was done. Yep. And the studies are done on different animals that don't translate to humans. And cells in a Petri dish, but, which um, are not in your body. So. But so basically, I think the new consensus, the last five, ten years is that soy is very safe and it's actually protective of breast cancer. It is. And really? so Dr. Christy Funk, she wrote was writing this book, Breast the Owner's Manual, and in her research, she was not vegan, and she's gonna write this book <laughs> and she has to write this book. The dark side and reached out. As she's doing all her research, she could not believe the amount of information Plant, what plant-based mm. diets were doing for yeah. cancer, specifically breast cancer. And in the middle of writing her book, she became vegan. She became... Are you kidding? No. That's amazing. And then her, her kids became like... So anyway, but um, she's a huge fan of, of soy. And wow. um, so if, you know, Dr. Christy Funk is doing it, then I'm going to eat some soy. <laughs> Because that last name alone, I'm there. Yeah. Well, anyway, her book about. is Breast, the Owner's Manual. And I just feel like... You know, I'm just, I feel like as we're sort of wrapping things up in this episode, um, I don't want anyone to say, where do you get your protein? I want to say, yeah. where do you get your fiber? That where should are you, be. Where are you getting your soy in, right? That should be it. Yeah. It should be. But where do, I mean, I right. think what we're not saying, look, we got to poop stuff out and it's fiber. <laughs> the longer it stays in our body, <laughs> the worse it is. Yeah, no. And in, I'd love to stop seeing physically, people for constipation. Mentally. Yeah, 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 for sure. So we should just change that narrative. Where do you get your protein to where do you get your fiber? So can we do that as a wrap up? So like yeah. I said, my big takeaway is eat enough calories. Like if you're getting going on this road, don't think you're going to live off lettuce and zucchini. Like start looking for some recipes. Make sure you're eating a diverse thing, diverse background grains, beans, vegetables, and don't be afraid. Your portions are going to be bigger. These are whole foods. They're lower calorie. Mm -hmm. You're going to be eating more volume. So don't be afraid of that. Yeah. Zanita. Oh, so my, my takeaway would be, um, to eat more leafy greens and your beans. And mung beans right now are my jam. Oh, okay, man, I, so good. I had no idea. And so they're good. Like so meaty. Mm-hmm. Can we describe things in that way? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that weird? But you know what I'm talking about. Like Hearty. Uh, hearty. <laughs> That's what I want. Okay. <laughs> good for the heart. There yeah. we go. <laughs> and anyway. Owen's big thing is the soy. My big thing is where do you get your fiber? Like, yeah. let's forget yeah. this. Where do you get your protein? You're going to get it. If you eat enough vegetables, you're going to get it. So. Yeah. Forget the meat. Yeah, Way forget the meat. Don't worry away. about it. Yep. Anyway. Great job. All right. All right, guys. Thanks for sticking with us. And look, we we gave you a lot of tidbits. Aren't is everybody proud of us? Yay! <laughs> Yay! That was fact full of facts. We can do more than giggle. <laughs> <laughs> Although we do a lot of that too. He can't stop us. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. All right. 